everybody, the SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford Lincoln is turning 40, and to celebrate, they're giving you a gift. It's Truck Days, and to thank you for 40 years of support, Jim K. is offering up to $3,000 in factory order rebates. No matter what it is you have to do, make, move, or create, there's a Ford truck built for you. Come celebrate four decades of Jim K. by ordering your brand new Maverick, Ranger, or F-150 your way. Secure your order today. Get started at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes! The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SWP. It is all about tales of sports and whatever. We hope you had a great weekend and uh, appreciate you joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. My name is Steve Warren. I'm with Jim Jerome. We're old Tigor buddies. The TSN 1200 Radio Days, now applying our trade here in the podcast world. Jimmy, how was the weekend? Uh, Steve, the weekend was fine. Good. Yeah, the weekend was fine. Nothing nothing too too crazy. Um, Although I decided to go to the mall to watch a little, there's a little curling event. So I went with uh, the GOAT, as I call him, Kevin Martin. Oh, yeah, I saw you guys uh, doing a, what do they call them? Not a selfie. You're doing an Aussie. Doing an Aussie. Oh, is that what they call it? An Aussie. Because it's us, not a uh, Wee-E. I was doing a (laughs) Wee-E. That's harder to say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So anyway, we said, well, let's let's go over there and check things out. And uh, um, that's a really good idea, Steve, to go to West Edmonton Mall on Black Friday. Mm, Yeah. Like we walked in there, it's like, where the freak are all these people from? I said, yeah. So um, I got I've, I've, many comedians have done many jokes now, Steve, about Black Friday, and I can see why they have. So, so uh, walking past store after store after store before we got to the to the rink. By the way, that that event is called the Canadian Club. So you, if you win at your club. Uh, then you would compete at the provincial level, and all those champs gather to to play in the uh, the Canadian club. Spiel. And if you win, you drink a bunch of rye. Yeah, you would drink exactly a bunch of rum and coke, a bunch of rye. Mm, delicious. Uh, anyway, uh, fun, fun for the curlers, Steve. But but the people lining up, I couldn't ask Steve as I walked by. You know what what's what's the big deal here? Why is everyone lining up? Mm-hmm. You know, um, well because the Lululemon pants uh, are on sale from 190 bucks or whatever to to 171 bucks. Oh boy, huh? Yeah. So Steve, worth every I, penny though. I stopped Kevin right there. I stopped Kevin right there and said, "Listen, you carry on. I got to jump in this line. This right. is a 19 dollars saving, man. Okay, right. So uh, and, and Stevie, here here's the deal." Uh, so all the all the companies now, Steve, have come up with just different names, Steve, for every single day of the week now for a sale. Okay, <laughs> it's like 
It's like Black Friday, and then it's like, it's uh, don't forget this weekend, Maniac Monday. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, Maniac Monday's out there now, Steve. Okay, and uh, and and on Tuesday it's uh, uh, Gallardo Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Steve, don't forget they're advertising for that, so you want to get down to the mall, Steve, for Gallardo Tuesday. Right, right. And, and on on Wednesday it's uh, Wicked Wednesday. Steve, this has become the biggest Wednesday in the shopping year. Wicked I Wednesday. That, I wonder if that stuff ever lures anybody in as a. We know it's a cheap marketing gimmick, but does anybody actually look at that and say, well, it sounds like they may be mentally deranged and they've got all their prices down around a dollar fifty for all these eighty dollar items. They must by the sound of that title, I don't think they're, you know, in complete control of their faculties. And we yeah. might be able to take financial advantage of that. Nobody thinks that. Nobody No, exactly. So stop naming the uh, you know, get plowed Thursdays. What? Well, that 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 holds some interest. Who would name that? Yeah, I guess right. And and then of course you're back to uh, Gray Friday, Steve, the second Friday. So don't uh, if you missed out on Black Friday, then you can uh, you know stick around because the the second busiest shopping day of the year is Gray Friday. Next, oh uh, yeah, wow. So that's what they're doing these days, Steve. Right. I'm mostly concerned with the image that you planted in my head inadvertently a moment ago, and that is. You wearing the standard Lululemon pants. Because that's a grim, grim thought when you get right down to it. Well, the men, there are Lululemon's pants for men. You knew that. Yeah, but I'm I, I, just more the the standard ones that the ladies wear that are. Yeah. <laughs> don't leave a lot to the imagination. And uh, and by the way, the why the uh, maker of those pants hasn't been inducted into the Order of Canada by now, I have no idea. Yeah, they've always been your favorite uh, slack for sure. Well, what 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 heterosexual male doesn't like those? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no oh, argument okay. here, Steve. No right, argument good, here. Good, okay, yeah. good, good, good. So i've I've got I've got a pair of skinny jeans, Steve. Yeah, I heard you say. I don't know if it was on one of the podcast episodes. Well, it was well, it was Russ or on this show, but you said something along the lines that you're working out because you want to fit into your skinny jeans. Yeah. Oh my. What, what 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 kind of like the thigh? T- they're t- thigh tight, like Stevie. I know, but <laughs> I want to be able to fit into these clothes. No, throw them out; they don't fit. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Um, often, Stevie, you'll see, uh, and I'm sure you see it around Ottawa too. You'll see it see it here. Um, you know, the the casual wears has come along a lot lately, and uh, so people wear sweatsuits. Stevie, sure, I had a sweatsuit. Sure. I had an Adidas sweatsuit when I was in high school uh, with the we zipper jacket, you know, the zipper jacket. Everyone wore that. Um, but but uh, sweatpants, Steve, not a, not an expensive item. No. Okay, not an expensive item. Uh, and know, a declaration you know, that you've given up. Absolutely, Steve. Absolutely. Okay. That that yeah, that you are you have now entered into the for women who no longer give a shit. Okay. <laughs> no. In some cases, I should I should I should preface that. Or men. Yeah, they're about twelve bucks, Steve. Okay. I, I walked mm-hmm. through Walmart or something and uh so which which is good, you know, because you would think right away, Steve, well, if you're gonna go do that, well, let's let's get four or five pairs, Steve. Mm-hmm. So for sixty snipes. I'm good to go. Yeah, the I'm entire week is taken yeah. care of. Do you do you really have to wear the same pair all the fucking time? <laughs> okay, right. Excuse right. me. No, really. Do you really have to wear them? Like, like, like. At what point do they look at them, Steve, and go, "I should maybe change these up"? 
Mm-hmm. You know, particularly particularly when you do finally take a glance at these things that you're you're sliding on every morning, and you look down, and they're a different color. I'm not you know, clear that, on who you're chastising here, though. Are you men, chastising men, yourself? Chastising men, chastising the men. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, I'm chastising the men. So when you go to pull them on, they're a different color. It's time to, it's time as you, you know, smartly pointed out, just throw them out. Right, right. Just throw, throw them out. You know? Yeah. They, right. they, remember, they used to be red, and now they're, and now they're brown. Right. Okay. Yeah, because they're, they're let me, how should I explain this? Yeah, they're too dirty. You see, you've never washed them. <laughs> Anyway, all right. She's all over. Two matches and out. We we talked about this for months because Canada qualified months ago as the winner of the CONCACAF division. And it, it's clear that the group they ended up with was a true group of death. Number two, Belgium, number two ranked nation in the world. And then they get Croatia in their second match. And I think that was the team that I think I think they finished second at the last World Cup. So Talk about going zero to 60 after 36 years being out of it. They get in there and that's the first two matches. They lose both. They're out of the tournament. And uh, it looked it looked to me like they'd poured all their energy into Belgium. They weren't bad against Croatia, but uh, Croatia was clearly the better side in that last match. So disappointment for sure. But uh, did you see either of the matches? Uh, I did. I watched a bit of the first one. I recorded the second. I haven't looked at it yet. Um so uh don't don't bother <laughs> yeah yeah i saw i saw the final there four one uh i saw a quick tweet there last night when i hit record uh i think canada scored first didn't they in that they game? did alfonso yeah. davies let it be known he scores the first goal in world cup history for this nation and uh you know now that it's happened and they lose the match i don't really care that much you you, you just made the same mistake that James Duthie did. You said that they scored the first goal in World Cup history. Right. Yeah, that was a yeah, big You didn't mistake. say men, Steve. Yeah. No. My bad. My bad. You can't be uh, doing shows, Steve, with me on here and not have the details, okay, of stories. All right? You're going to bring a story, Steve, then you better have the facts straight. I won't God stand help for us. it. God help us if you're the keeper of gender equity on this program. <laughs> God help us. Anyway. Yeah, the, the story is this, and I don't think it's much of a story because I just did it and it, it wasn't anything meant by it. And I don't know if there's a, very many males who are more supportive of women's sports than I am. I coached girls hockey for years, and it's just a case of, you know, you're not really thinking necessarily in those terms, and that's wrong. But uh, James Duthie had to apologize because he took a beating on social media right. because he referenced that goal by Alfonso Davies as the biggest goal in Canadian soccer history. And this, while his guest analyst was two doors down in Janine Becky, mm-hmm. and what went viral was Becky's death stare as he was saying that, like, hey, 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 we've got an Olympic gold medal here. What are you talking about over there? We've had right. no, we had like two bronze medals here in the last decade at the Olympics. What are you talking about? Here's the deal, Steve, with that. Uh, I'll take a wee chance. Okay, Stevie, I'll take a wee chance. They're right. Okay, she's right. Uh, Hang on a minute, James. Uh, With the death stare, you know, we we did. We did. The women's team did. In fact, they won the World Cup, right? They they went undefeated there, won the World Cup. Well, they won. Here's the stats. They won Olympic gold 
and they won two bronze medals at the Olympics as well and finished fourth place at uh, at the World Cup. So I don't think they've won a World Cup just yet. Oh, okay. All right, maybe it's the Olympic gold. Um, so no problem. Okay, Stevie, no problem. But but I, I if you're going to get uh, aggressive about it, Steve, uh, on the women's side, if you're going to get, you know, almost – you know, a little obnoxious about burying someone when they make the mistake. I don't think it's going to help you. Okay. You know what I'm saying, Steve? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, she's right. Yes. The awareness is, you know, you, you, you need to keep it front of mind. You got to remind people, right. That's going to happen for a while. Uh, you know, but wait a minute here. Wait a minute. You forgot the women's thing. Okay. Just, just to know. And that's a nice way to do it, Steve, but to give them to, to go bananas and the whole social media thing, right? To go crazy uh, and you know troll the guy and go and go nuts after you know and he apologized and all that. I, I don't think that helps you in the cause. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Yeah, and I think that James Duthie would have appreciated had Janine Becky corrected him on the spot. I, I don't think there's any ill will there, as some on social media were talking about, like just getting insulting, getting personal, saying you know he's clearly showed his true colors. No, he hasn't. He made a mistake. Right. He's covering a tournament, and I don't think he's look. There's no way, knowing James, that he has that in his heart. Like, screw the girls, screw women's sports. Right. That's that's the tone that some people came at him with, very clearly. And he's apologized. I don't know what else he want people want him to do. Um, had he got on there and say, okay, because this is such a huge goal for Alfonso Davies, because it's the first goal in World Cup history, and I'm excluding women because uh, women's sports are not any good, and uh, I don't respect women's sports at all, and no one should watch it. Now you've got something. Right. But this was quite clearly not that. And and I think, again, I think he would have laughed it off a little and then had been deep, not laughed it off, but would have been, I think, appreciative if Becky had chimed in and said, uh, oh, don't forget about the ladies now. Come on now. Come on now. He would have, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Absolutely. I take that back. Um, so I think that people are just on social media, they're looking for stuff to just sink their teeth into. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, if you said, by the way, you know, I've considered everything the women's game too. this is the biggest service. I get that. You're going to get slaughtered. Okay. What you got to ask yourself, folks, before, before you're going to take someone on and, and bury them and, and, and go to the. You know, as soon as you hear what he said, go right to Twitter, go, you know, so where someone made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a mistake the guy made. Okay. And what was his intent? Okay. So both on, on both cases, it was a mistake and his intent was never to not recognize women's soccer. Right. right? So, so, you know, so when you take that, and say, well, mistake or not, or whatever his intent was, they should fire the guy, you know, for for doing what he did. Right away, Steve, I go to the. I just don't think you're helping your cause. I really don't. Right. By, right. by by burying a guy who had an oversight, you know. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, it's just an evolution too. In that, uh, it's just a. It's old habits die hard, and you're just thinking in terms of okay, you're watching the men's World Cup. And you're just making these declarations. You're covering the men's World Cup. It's not like after this, you're going to cover the women's World Cup matches and you're kind of in that headspace. You're mm-hmm. just watching this particular tournament and, and speaking in superlatives about the things that are happening within this tournament. Right. But, uh, you know, I think about 
you know, the Stanley Cup final. If somebody, you know, you know, scores this beautiful goal and um, you know, let's say it's the sixteenth seed in the playoffs that beats the number one and uh and they win the cup and it's a massive upset, that's the biggest upset in hockey history. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you could find you go through your you know notes and find bigger ones on the ladies' side. Uh, it, it just I just I don't understand why people have to go right to the worst case scenario and assume that everybody's Hitler. Right. Right. Anyway, let's get on with some other things. The Sens have won two in a row, James. Are you pumped? I saw Are that. you psyched? Are you stoked? I, are you psyched? Yeah. 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 I got a juke. I got a jive. Got a move. I got a shake. Let's go. Yeah. Let's we'll go. talk about it. We'll talk about it coming up after these words. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford Lincoln is turning 40, and to celebrate, they're giving you a gift. It's Truck Days, and to thank you for 40 years of support, Jim K. is offering up to $3,000 in factory order rebates. No matter what it is you have to do, make, move, or create, there's a Ford truck built for you. Come celebrate four decades of Jim K. by ordering your brand new Maverick, Ranger, or F-150 your way. Secure your order today. Get started at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes! All right, so the Sens, James, have finished off their West Coast trip, which started quite badly with a couple of victories. On Friday afternoon, they pounded the Anaheim Ducks 5-1. to one. Now, that is the worst team in the NHL, by the way, the only team at the time that was worse than the Sens. But a win's a win, you want to try and get going. And then the LA Kings are a lot better team. They're actually in a playoff spot as we speak right now in the Sens' were considerably the better team late last night, a 3-2 win over the Kings. 10-30 Eastern face-off. What the hell is that on a Sunday night? That's not ideal for anybody here in the East Coast. Anyway, um, it was an overtime win, 3-2, and the game was not as close as the score would appear. Absolutely gorgeous play at the end. Um, And it sort of makes you feel like that maybe the dark cloud is starting to lift off of this team because there was some bounces there that worked out really well. Like the Sens got the first goal on a shot from the point that like caromed off of a Kings player and then off the end boards and then perfectly on the stick for Brady Kachuk to put into an empty net. And then the winning goal, it was uh, it was almost a heinous giveaway. You're in the three-on-three. It's 2-2 in overtime. Shabbat's got the puck behind the Ottawa net, and he and Claude Giroux get their signals crossed. Um, Shabbat passes it to Giroux, and Giroux wasn't ready for it. Now it's like, okay, oh, cool. it's going to be a it's going to be a big turnover here. But then, but then you had Stutzla swing back and grab it before the Kings player did. He does a backhanded saucer pass the absolute length of the ice to the far blue line where Giroux had sprinted out to, and he goes in and scores an absolutely gorgeous goal. Completely put Jonathan Quick into a pretzel situation. And the Sens, it's 3-2. Just to get those little moments that all season long have been going badly for the Sens. They're not getting that bounce earlier in the season. That Shabbat pass is probably going to be a giveaway, and the Kings win it in overtime uh, earlier in the season. But uh, nice to see that they're getting a few breaks here and there. Got a long, long way to go before anybody can suggest that they're on their way back. But, uh, hey, baby steps, right? One of the things that always kind of bugs me watching sports is, you will hear from time to time uh, during games, uh, 
or um you know at 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 certain times in the year with with games you'll hear these sports announcers going fair to say fair to say uh this next goal might be the most important goal of the season for this team right and i'll go well no they're t- 21 games in what you know or yeah. or uh when the guy scores one stevie all right it's fair to say that might be as you know because he's been on the you know he's got off the schneid or something steve that you know, fair to say, there's no doubt in my mind that might be the biggest goal of his career. <laughs> career. What? Yeah. However, Stevie, however, I will say this, that those two victories, Stevie, may, might be the two biggest victories for DJ Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Might have saved I, his I, job. When they, if this guy survives, he's gonna, he can look back and go, those were two of the biggest games that saved my bacon. You know? Am I wrong there, Stevie? No, I think you're absolutely right. I think if they lose those two games, including a loss to Anaheim, the worst, the only team in the entire league that was worse than the Sens at the time of the game, uh, had they lost that, that would have been a tough one to come back for. But I don't know. Pierre Dorian's the only guy you can ask as to whether this guy's safe or not, because I think everybody else is at varying points here in the the slump they've been on. Have been thinking, okay, you got to come come up with a new voice here, and uh, the guys had three and a quarter seasons. To show improvement, nobody's asking him to win the cup this year, but people have been asking the last two, three years to see signs of improvement, signs of, you know, players who are really taking big step forwards um, and it hasn't been happening. And so, hey, I I don't care at the end of the day who the coach is. I don't care who the GM is. And and, and we're talking about all these things. I don't care who the owner is. Nobody cares. Just win, baby. That's all you care about. You can put pylons. You can put picnic tables in those three positions. I don't care. As long as you're winning hockey games and entertaining along the way, sign me up. Oh, boy, Steve. Do you really have to jump on that bandwagon where guys are always saying, I don't care if you put picnic tables in there? I know. God, if I hear that once, I hear it a thousand times. So cliche. I know. <laughs> I do apologize. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's, anyway, it's, I, I agree it's, with you. But those are, those are big games for that dude. Uh, no, yeah. no doubt. Well, it's funny, and it's it's just the psychology of things. You know, had they won these two games and then got pummeled in the last two games coming home by Vegas and the Sharks, then people would be going, oh, my God, it's just getting worse. It's not getting any better, you know. So just just invert these last two games. There's a four-game Western swing. They lose 5-1 to Vegas, 5-1 to the Sharks, and then they win the last two. You invert those two situations – then everybody's got a whole lot worse of a scenario on things, but they're coming out of things and, uh, and you got to feel good in at least a small way. It's a little better than it was stay of execution. I suppose would be the best phrase to use for DJ Smith, but uh, right. You can't get past it. They're 29th place after U S Thanksgiving, which everybody uses as a barometer 29th place right now. There's seven teams out of a playoff spot right now. Realistically, to get back in the playoff discussion, they're going to have to, between now and the end of February, play like 700 hockey the rest of the way. That's just the reality. So they'll start with a home-and-home with the Rangers this week, and we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, a a full-season turnaround, I'm nowhere near close to predicting something like that at this stage of the game. However, let's, uh, you know, I'm going to look here, Stevie, for a second, um, and check out the... Uh, how how the guys are doing in their division? 
Okay, so everyone's freaking out about Jersey, right? They lost that one game. They had won 12 or 13 in a row. They lost, and then they've won their last. They've won their last two again, okay? Yep. So they've only had four losses. In uh, uh, Ottawa's division, what, what, no one's really talking about Steve too much because we're all watch, had the Jersey Devil watch going, is that Boston's only lost three times, Stevie. Yeah. What the freak, man? What the yeah, hell? they're so good. Patrice Bergeron with his thousandth point on the weekend as well. Yeah, that's just um, that team has a lot of guys who aren't, you know, they're not going to threaten to win a scoring race per se, but they got a lot of guys that play the game balanced. Mm-hmm. You know, Bergeron and Marchand, those guys just take care of business at both both ends of the ice and do it in an elite way. It's not I'm all defense all the time or I'm all offense all the time. That's so much, so much about what makes a team great that you have enough of those hard skill guys, right. soft skill guys. They just want to go get their points. They want to be on the power play. They want to get all the top minutes, but the guys that help you win Stanley cups are the hard skill guys. Yeah. I just probably, it's, it's kind of bad luck for the sense, you know, it's like, okay, well, we've, we've only, uh, you know, we, we, we've only got, you know, eight wins or something like that. 12 losses. It looks like here, you know, and you're going, well, that, that's okay. Other teams, you know, and, well, no, no, Boston's only lost three times. Toronto, mm-hmm. five times. You know, Detroit, yep. Stevie, where they haven't been around for about 140 years. Like, okay, this is this is a bit of bad luck for us that all these other fucking teams are. Can you slow yeah. down, boys, a little bit? <laughs> Seattle's, uh, like, crushing it right now, yeah. too. And that's a team that, you know, they weren't Vegas as far as an expansion team was last year. You know, Vegas mm-hmm. took advantage of the rules, cut all the GMs with their pants down, taking advantage of situations. Well, the, the GMs right. were ready for the expansion draft this time because the the draft rules were so much better for Vegas as opposed to any expansion draft in the NHL's history. It's kind of that deal of $650 million. We want to try and have a decent team right away. Do you mind $650 million versus the $50 million the Sens spent on their team as an expansion mm-hmm. fee? Mm-hmm. So Seattle... They had all the same rules, but other GMs were ready for it. So right out of the gate, they weren't that great. But mm-hmm. here in year two, I mean, they're they're murdering the Sens as far as, uh, I mean, they're in different conferences, obviously. But uh, right now, Seattle is in second place in the Pacific behind the other expansion <laughs> team. Uh, Seattle's 13-5-3. Vegas is number one in the Pacific at 16-6-1. So... It just it gets frustrating for Sens fans here in a pure Canadian hockey market where the fans are so much more knowledgeable than they are in Vegas and Seattle. Sorry, Vegas and Seattle. Uh, and uh, and we continue to watch the team scuffle. Right. Anyway. Yeah. We'll close well, it. Gotta out believe. There. You gotta believe. Yeah. I gotta believe. Um, there's one other thing. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that. And I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm an ex- excuse making because obviously I've been pretty critical about not making a change at coach, but mm. you know, it is a young team at the end of the day. You, you forget easily how Tim Stutzla is 20 years of age, 20, your right. captain who seems like the old war horse is 22. So this team is not what it's going to be. It's very much not a finished product. It needs some additions for sure, but the guys that are here and now um, they they have a whole lot more to give. They're nowhere near their prime. So the team will get better by osmosis, regardless of, Who's coaching it? Right. Let us call it quits right there, James. Uh, a big, uh-huh. uh, a big uh, kick in the ass to uh, some hammerhead at the uh, that was competing 
in Troy, New York at a marathon there. They call it the Turkey Trot. It was held, yes. obviously, on U.S. Thanksgiving. And uh, the first three guys crossed the finish line very casually and uh, good for you, all that. And uh, all of a sudden, the it looked like the fourth and fifth place competitors, they decided to start sprinting. One guy was kind of sprinting on the inside, and the other guy saw that he was going to get passed on the inside. So he was having none of it, and he started sprinting. Like, who no. cares if you're fourth or fifth? Anyway, this guy did. The guy on the inside sprinted with him and absolutely wiped out the fifth place guy with one of the great hip checks all time right at the finish line the guy goes careening into what looks like metal fencing and i can't believe the guy didn't get up swinging but the guy that actually did the hip check he first thing he does after he just destroys this guy with a hip check he stops his watch as, no, as, oh, as the run, old, uh, yeah. As my personal best. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How, about, how about the assault charge you're about to face, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe check on the guy. Uh, that's fine. Do you want to? Do you want? I sent you the video. Do you want to have a look at it? Yeah, I'll have a look. Let me see. Yeah, let me see here. Uh, let's see if I'll pull it up. Then remind me to tell you something when we're okay. While you're doing that, don't forget uh, that our website is stevewproject.com. Check that out for all the details about the show, contact information. We love to hear from you. We'll read your emails on the air. Send them along. It is stevewproject at outlook.com. That's awesome, Stevie. That's all. I just looked at the video. Isn't it great? Good night, night, everybody. We'll see you.